At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two on a Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Father's Day weekend. Uh, Is it Father's Day weekend? You didn't get the memo? It's Father's Day weekend, man. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? They, they, the whole the whole world just goes over it. You know, Father's Day weekend is a thankless holiday. We appreciate it, though. I'm... We do, don't you? I, I right? do want to ask. Long, as long as you get to grill something, if, the, if if it's an excuse to eat some meat. I mean, yeah, but I mean, but you're going to grill. But, but you're going to grill. But you're going to grill it. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, but that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine because <laughs> I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you just need to act the fool or something, man. Dad, uh, let me ask this. Okay, so four zero two four six four five six eight five. Start a Hammond text line. Uh, Honda Lincoln hotline. Dads, do you want the weekend off or are you going to? put in more work just doing the things you want to do like hit us up and let us know what you're going to do with this weekend mark are you going to bake cook grill this weekend mm. uh probably yeah probably uh it, it's an interesting weekend for me because i got you know finishing up the 10-week challenge so we yeah. got that party tomorrow night yeah. and then we're dropping off my kid at camp kataki on sunday What's camp? Uh, what's camp? It, it, it's a week long overnight camp. You know, okay. so so she's gone for the week. Okay, uh, dropping her off on Father's Day is a nice little present to me. There know. we go. Okay, <laughs> say it out loud. I, I mean, she's not <laughs> Jay, probably. Jay, yeah. just- I hear you, player. <laughs> I hear you. But I'm a. But I mean, you gotta think. Like, are you coaching this weekend? Or are you? Yeah. See, so you're but see, my my if it, if if my Father's Day weekend started. With practice last night and training last night, yeah. it ain't going to be good. Let me tell you something, man. I've been coaching a long time youth. I mean, I ate from AAU kids all the way down to, like, pipsqueaks, which is fourth, fourth and fifth grade. Mm. That hands down last night was the worst practice I've ever seen in my life. Why? I don't know what they – I mean, I get it. It's summertime. Everybody, you know, got stuff to do, and I get it. We usually practice – our last practice usually is Wednesdays. We had to do Thursday, you know, whatever, and maybe that's a change of day. But it was horrible. It was a, the energy, the the the, it just was a bad practice. I mean, I know that they were tired. I got one brother, man, and, and uh, young young kid, uh, Tyrell. He's a phenomenal athlete, and he's I think he's gonna go to North Star, but he's plays football. So they, you know, they're into the, the tr- training, and I mean, they're football training when I wouldn't even be thinking about it right now. Different, so, yeah. so they're into it. 
So, and he's a phenomenal, quick, long. I said, man, you like a modern day Stacy Augman because that's what he is. He's got those plastic man arms, and he can get, he can go from one end to the other end like no other. You know, just blinking, he's there. When when he tripping over his feet, at it after just kind of like we do these ball handling drills to kind of get him going or whatever, like doing that. I like, yeah, it's going to be a long night. Hmm. And then it was just a domino effect. I said, you know what? You guys were – I said, one of you guys were the super spreader in here for practice. This might be the worst practice. Yeah, it t- it, I just it, it, shut it, it down a half an hour early. I said, you know what, man? No point. Yeah, no point. When you know, you know. Yeah. When you know, you know. And, I, and it was actually probably 30 minutes to if, – if if they all were driving, yeah. oh, we would have been out of there in 30 minutes. I Yeah, right, because you right. got to wait for the right. for, the, for the carpools to start yeah. and show up. No, in those cases – and there were days – there were those days happened. But then that's when I would just put the balls away and we'd go in the classroom. Yeah, like, we don't have any facility. Like, like, go, that, like yeah. we'd go in a classroom or we'd go, we'd, we'd sit and talk about what's in the head. And I would put it down. Cause sometimes oh, we, we had some speaks. I said, well, we ask them all, what, like, what you did today. What do you What do you think or whatever. They all, you know, kind of said that they were tired and, you know, whatever. And then I was like, well, you know, some, some of them I think of, we got some kids that were probably truly worn out because, I mean, they've been – they got a lot on them here, you know, with this high school obligations and stuff like that, right? And so we kind of always – I've always kind of played second fiddle to that instead of two practices, one. But, you know, I never want to show up to a tournament and not have any practice. I mean, that's just, you know, so some of them I get. Then you got some cats, some brothers that just don't know how to handle success. And we talked about it in the crossover or spillover. We talked about it in the beginning. Some cats think that, like, you play one good game, one good tournament, you have arrived, and that's just not the way the sports goes. And, um, you know, it would be interesting to see how it goes. I think in my mindset going into it, it'd be a inter- it's going to be a learning um, a learning weekend. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's Father's Day weekend. I can't, you know, complain. But, you know, when you compare 15-, 16-year-olds to some – you know, kids in college, everybody thinks like since you're in college, then you should be automatically mature. That's not what happens. You know, everybody's a human. Everybody doesn't know how to deal with success or deal with failures. And, I, and I've always, <clears throat> excuse me, said that when we grew up, or at least when I grew up, I learned a lot from getting my butt kicked or losing a game or the feeling I had of not playing up to my expectations or, you know, me not playing up to my expectations or the expectations that maybe I thought people put upon me or whatever it was, I learned a lot from that because I didn't like that feeling. Whereas I think kids these days don't know how to deal with success or what they perceive as being successful. And that's why I always talked about, we talked about the Celtics and Tatum and stuff like that. Sometimes when you get over that hump that you hadn't got there before and then you get there and it's actually the mountain that you got to climb, you're still focusing on that you got over the hump and satisfied. Right, not satisfied, but you're still because it's like the ego. Well, I was the Eastern Conference MVP, the first one, Larry Bird. You know, but we're in, still in the NBA championship. Whereas the Golden State is just kind of—they've already been through it. They've been through the media attention, the expectations. They've been through not playing a good game. Draymond knew he knew eventually that he was going to play a couple good games, and it was the last two games to kind of, you know, shut the door on on the Celtics. You see with college kids, sometimes they, you know, you come in, whether it's an NIL deal, you know, a big thing before NIL was Twitter followers, right? You know, I remember Friday Night Lights when maybe Mike Riley, Mike Riley was here 
and they brought in that kid, kid Bookie, and then they had Micah Parsons. Mm -hmm. And, they like, if they showed up with 10,000 um, followers, they left with 30. So that was kind of like their success, right? Now, granted, Micah Parsons is all pro. I don't know where Bookie's at, but you get what I'm saying? The kids just don't know how to deal with success or what they perceive as success. And then sometimes when they get here, they just it's almost like they plop down, like squatters, right? I'm here. I'm never leaving. But I still want everything for free. I don't know if you guys have seen that video of that lady in I don't know what city she was in. She was doing a VR a VRBO or one of those things. And so another so a tenant had rented the house for a weekend. She shows back up, lady still there, and she's like, I ain't leaving. And literally up in the house smoking. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. you know that's a good analogy where like I'm here, I'm getting everything I need, and and don't want anything more. I. I always wonder I'm I'm in a new place that that I don't I'm not coaching I'm not like I don't have hands on I'm not in in an, in an organization I'm I'm not a part of that so I'm sitting back as a fan like I get to sit back as a fan and watch and I often wonder like I just there are times I find myself wanting to coach coach coaches more than I want to coach coach the kids like if we're gonna fix this stuff, like I want to, I want to talk to the parents and the coaches. Like, yeah, coach, wait. stop highlighting the nonsense, right? Because it never helps the coach. It never, like, all the. At what level are you talking about? Well, at any level. So well, it's different though. Well, the, the the hype. So if they're getting, if you're talking AU in high school and they're getting hype, like the hype train's behind them, right? Whatever that is. Like they play ball the tournament, and now somebody, some random website dude says, "Hey, the next star to watch out of Nebraska is Joe Stevenson." And here's Joe had quite the weekend at the tournament, and right. he scored 22 points, and he led them to victory. So the parents don't boundary that stuff and comment and talk to the kid about that. Hey, listen. Uh, consider the source. You don't know the dude. You don't know the person that wrote about you, and you don't know why they wrote about you. Then you got to ask yourself: Are you going to now repeat what you did? And is that good for you? Because your team might not need you to score twenty-two points a game, and no college coach is going to come in and go, "You know what? I signed you because you scored twenty-two points in an AAU, in an AAU, AAU weekend." Game, right? Yeah, you could get noticed, but I think that's a, that's part of it. Um. The youth level is different because you got either, you know, what some of us call like daddy ball, where it's like a coach is coaching, but everything's built around either his kid or the coach's kid. Or you have coaches out there just going to go and accumulate all the best players, just say in the city, and then go run through everybody. And then once they, you know, I always say once you kind of meet, you know, somebody that looks like you, which you could take an all-star team from, say, Lincoln – you go up to Minneapolis, you just playing a team from Bloomington. And you, you these these dudes ain't blinking and they beating you. You know what I mean? So then now you haven't done anything to develop the kids because none of because a lot of times I think kids and parents think that their kid is a good player because he's on a great team whereas there's probably a couple of kids that are really skilled and everybody else is just good basketball players around them. Then once you got to go off on your own, i.e. at your high school, now you haven't led now you haven't done anything besides whatever role that coach says you only do, like rebounding or whatever. And now you're actually maybe getting beat out or tested by guys that you have played against on other teams, maybe lesser teams. You just made the, the, the perfect point that 
college coaches, no matter what the sport is, but let's talk basketball for the right. sake of this thing. Every college coach will will say, look, this program is good because we defend and we rebound. Right? We defend and we rebound. But we don't scout to defending and rebound. It's the dumbest thing. I, I still don't get it. Right? Right? And you don't highlight in AAU, you don't highlight oh, defensive. Oh, they don't play any defense. Right? You don't highlight. I don't understand. Like, I want to yell at the coaches and the parents. Listen, mom and dad, if you want your kid to be a next-level player, right, there are a couple of things you need to handle first. First, you need to handle the academics. You need to handle academics. Second of all, you better put some integrity and character in that young young person, yeah. or it ain't going to matter. Like, if you're babying them now, do you think for a minute that Nick Saban wants to baby your child? It's not going to happen. Ryan Day ain't bringing anybody to Columbus to baby them. Right. Right? So – Parents, you want to talk to the parents. Listen, get the academics right and then teach them how to be a decent human being. Teach them how to work. Teach them how to make a bed, do do their laundry, take care of the stuff that you give them, right? Because that's what's going to be required of them at the next level. And then, hey, if you put your child with an AAU coach that doesn't say to them, listen, how you're going to be great requires that you defend and that you rebound and that you're able to make free throws. But you never work on it. You never highlight it. It never shows up on a right. scouting report. It never shows up. There's no there's no highlight reel for anybody that's ever been signed to Nebraska where it was a defensive highlight right. reel. Or well, rebound. Yeah, I mean, like, you should, be able, to, like, you should here, be able to do all those like, Watch this dude with 18 player. rebounds. It, right. nobody, nobody ever talks about it. You should be. You <laughs> should be. But, um, again, you're right. When you look at AU teams and scores, some of them are like, you know, 96 to 90 122 to something and it's just a, you know two all-star teams playing pickup um i always say this for parents out there that want you know as your kids transition into transitioning into high school mm-hmm. it's the same thing academics and who you are that's got to be a guarantee within reason you know obviously not, no every, not everybody's gonna be a straight a student but you can't be a problem what you got away with which is weird now is like they don't really hold kids back. They always they just kind of pass you through, mm-hmm. right? So what if if that's how you went through middle school, it ain't gonna work in high school because if you got bad grades, you ain't playing. And when you ain't playing, you ain't practicing. Whatever you get away with in in little league and high school it ain't gonna happen. Is what will send you home in college. Well, like, it will. It, it, it that's send what's you home gonna get you. But this ain't. Well, I'm talking about high school. If you want to make it in high school, if you are late to practice, if you are lazy. If you have bad grades, you ain't playing. Coaches don't have time for it. So now we can talk about skills. Do you run the court hard? Do you defend? Do you ball handle? And ball handle isn't isn't just dribbling between your legs and all fancy. Can you catch a ball clearly? Can you pass the ball clearly? Can you catch the ball being a, in a in a triple threat you know position and be able to not only score, create, or do something positive with the ball? And do you defend? And can you rebound? for you and be an effective rebounder for said position that you play, which is essentially in this day and age of, of basketball, guard or forward. If you can't do any – I ain't talking about scoring because coming in as a young player, unless you're really, really special, you ain't scoring no points. So don't think that you're going to say if, you, if you're if you a 20-point scorer on like an AAU team that you're going to come in there in eighth grade and do it or ninth grade and do it or tenth grade playing in like the reserves. You need to play basketball. It's it's Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond who, for all of the offensive skills and exceptionalism that they carry, 
Steph and Clay had to make a decision. I have to get stronger, right? That's my weakness. I got to get stronger. Clay says, look, I'm an elite level shooter, but I want to be an all NBA defender. Oh my goodness gracious. Thank you, kind sir. Put that on a poster. Here's Draymond. Look, I'm never, I'm never going to give you 30 points. It's not going to happen. But all the other stuff that needs to be done that nobody else in the league has figured out how to do, I'm going to do that. And even when I do it poorly, I'm still going to do it better than the, the elite defenders team, right? and re- yeah. rebounders in the league. And people always bag on Steph that he doesn't play D because Kyrie ate him up that one year. Yeah. And Kyrie's ate, eating everybody up that, it, that, tr- that has tried to stay in front of him. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's all relative. But you, what people didn't highlight – and again, this is either on the big networks or even social media. The way Steph defended Marcus Smart mm-hmm. on the ball defense and White and all those guys is is something that he doesn't get enough credit for. And that's what really, I think, helped Golden State because when you got your superstar out there that's your main scorer defending on the ball and trying to play defense, and it all started, remember, back in Memphis when he stripped Ja, uh-huh. right? And everybody's saying he can't defend, and, and Ja was always doing like he's too small yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, you asked me, you, you you asked for it, now you're getting it. And now you can't do nothing about it. High IQ athletics. Right. High IQ athletics. Look, Steph says, look, I'm, I'm not going to cover you uh, 30 by 30 on the floor. No. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take away the thing you do best. Right. And then when it comes down to right? really and everything, it. like if you beat me with your third best move, you can beat Steph with the third best move. Right. What you're not going to get Here's is the, the thing you want to do, one, the, right. the, the things you do, two things you do best. And I think that's important in it. It happens. It happens in football. I want to talk about it in the next segment. The things that happen in football through recruiting, what I want to, I just want to highlight this, man. Somebody needs to remind coaches of the personalities that are in play. When you recruit, when you recruit yeah. folks, look, talent is one thing, but IQ and character is another. And I'm telling you, you can measure a team by how much integrity, IQ, and character they have. It's way more important than the physicality. I'm right. just gonna, we're going to have that conversation when we come back to old school. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.